0: Hey y'all! What up? Welcome to another episode of His Beloved. Okay, y'all, it's been, what, a year? Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a year. (laughs) If
1: not, (laughs) longer.
0: Seriously. But, y'all, it's not my fault. We are in the middle of a pandemic.
1: It's her fault.
0: There's, no, it's not. There's so much, so many things going on in the world, uh... You know, and unfortunately, his beloved had to be put on a a back burner for right now. But look, we're back, um, new and improved. My husband, yes, I said husband, um, is finally on the show with me after so many... What's that look for?
1: I've been on the show.
0: I mean, you visited the show. You visited. Now you're, like, official... It's official. Okay, so um, anyways, yeah, so I've got, we've got a lot of new content and I'm super excited um, for the restart of His Beloved. Um, Yeah, so usually we uh, tend to talk about a lot of interesting things that um, I, I guess that interest us during the week or whatever, but there's so much going on on right now. So, we're just going to get right back to it uh or just jump right into whatever it is that we're going to talk about cuz we've got we've got a lot a lot has happened, y'all. So much has happened. A lot has happened in like a year. Um me moving to a new city, a new state, uh getting married. Starting a new job. It's a lot and starting
1: another new job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like we've had so it's been a lot. A so, global
1: pandemic.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: you know the little things in life.
0: <laughs> the presidential uh stuff. Yeah. Um so yeah. Uh
1: and just so y'all know, we are recording this at the very cuts of the realization that we will have a new president Mm -hmm. so i'm not going to say all the things i want to say about our current president because he about to lose his job he's not about to i think he already lost his job no he loses it once he gets well in january one gets inaugurated yeah 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 yeah, but anyway that's not what we're here to talk about we are going to talk about some of the things that we have learned while living together and being married, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's really it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it will help you all down the line. I want to say one of the last uh, episodes was about online dating, mm-hmm. so I guess this will be online dating part
0: two. Right? Internet <laughs> marriage. Internet marriage. Yeah. So. How how to deal with marrying someone that you met on the internet i mean it sounds wild like oh i met you online now we're married but i mean to god be the glory
1: <laughs> amen
0: yes okay so first let's talk about moving to a new city y'all moving is never easy Nope. like moving from apartment to apartment house to house it's so tedious so like imagine Packing all your load, all your package, and taking it to a whole entire city, a whole entire state. its uh, It was wild. And then not only that, I moved right in the middle of the pandemic, like right in March when mm-hmm. things were just shutting down. People didn't know what was going on. Everybody was asked to stay indoors, the quarantine. So it was a lot of confusion during that period. And uh, my darling husband, well, my fiance at the time was like, "Look, you gotta come over here. I need you here. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta protect you at all costs."
1: Facts, yeah. At that time, work was really, really hard as well. Uh, at that time, I was a teacher, and so we had just went virtual, and I was just having a very rough time. And I did not know if they were going to shut down the airports. So I just went ahead and said, all right, babe, look, I know we said July, but the way it's looking out, I think I need you to make an early arrival to Charlotte mm-hmm. um, before they shut everything down. And then we're just SOL. Yeah.
0: So, so that we wouldn't, we, July would have been even worse, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that would have been peak COVID time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. July would have been worse. So I... I didn't, okay, so I didn't really, uh, there was no pushback for me because I was like, all right, sh- shoot, I'm ready, you know? I mean, I had, except for my family, I really had no attachment to Houston or the, the city I was living in, and then I was just about ready to move out of my of my old apartment, the lease was just up, so I was just like, all right, let's go, let's do it, Um, so I had to, you know, the process and move my car, um what else? Just getting on the plane and it was a lot, but then it really wasn't a lot. Like looking back at it, I'm, I'm thankful that that I moved during that time because then Houston, like a month later, had like a huge spike in yeah. in COVID. Um but it was I don't know. There was no pushback pushback for me to move early. Um, because I mean, I wanted to be with him, and vice Aww, versa, so whatever, precious. whatever. So yeah, it was, um, it was what it was. I mean, yeah. Charlotte is a beautiful city now. Yeah.
1: So one of the things she's not telling you all is when she first got here there was nothing but complaints about charlotte.
0: Oh, well, okay, she well, was like, it's always gray here. It was always gray. It's always yes. always gray. Yes, yes. When I first moved to charlotte there was absolutely no sun. It was gray all the time. And when I said no sun, I I don't mean it was cold. It wasn't cold. It was warm and gray. That's depressing. When I first moved here, y'all, I was depressed. Cause I cause you know in, in Houston the sun is out, you know, sun is always out, the sun is always beaming. So to come to a place where it's just warm and gray and no, I, I wasn't feeling it. And then um, at that time, Daniel was always going to work because I didn't I didn't have a job then. I was still applying for jobs. And I had well, two. Yeah, well, I, I I applied for a job before I moved, but before I moved to Charlotte, and I got the job. But the time for me to start, there was there was a length of time, because I don't think the clinics were open. It was just a lot. So Daniel was, you know, he had two jobs, so he would go to work early, come back late, and little old me sat at home for about a month, just. Twiddling, twiddling my thumbs. So it was yes, it was depressing. I was a little sad. But then again, I wasn't because I was just I'm I'm used to being home. I like I like being I'm a I'm an indoor person. <laughs> yeah. But but the only thing was that when I was in in Houston, I I had that option to go see a friend. I had the option to, you know, visit visit people, but not not having that option is what really, uh, I guess, did me in because it, it was like, OK, well, even if I wanted to go see a friend, there is no friend that that I have here that I could go see. So, yeah, but we are what, four, five, six months in, six months in now, seven months in and I'm loving it. I'm loving every every bit of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was worth it living together has been interesting mm, also
1: that's been an adjustment
0: it has a
1: big adjustment
0: it has it has so we uh got married and then uh, officially officially got got married and then we um i don't know living together so it's i would say that it's different so Being in a long-distance relationship for, what, a year, a year and a half, Mm -hmm. something like that, with only seeing that person, at most, one week in three months. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, we see each other one week in in three months, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, when you see someone for a short period of time, it's just like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see you again, you know, la, la, la. Feelings are there. You're good, good. But then when you live with them, it's just like, okay, okay. I mean it's not bad. I enjoy I think I enjoy no, I know. I enjoy living with you. Oh, I enjoy
1: We're married now. It's too late. You trapped.
0: Yeah. I enjoy living with you. I enjoy spending time with you. I enjoy being here. I enjoy the space that we share. So even though we do have ups and downs and or whatnot, more ups than downs. Uh, it's... What's the word? Great. <laughs> it's great. What do you think?
1: So, yeah, moving in is the biggest adjustment. I am used to... Granted, I had roommates, but we did our own thing. I barely interacted with them. I barely liked them, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um. So... Being here with my lovely wife is definitely an adjustment because I have to readjust and reset my mind because I just can't go out for the sake of going out now.
0: Mm -hmm. I go
1: out with my wife. Or if I do go out, it's, hey, babe, where you going? Can I go with you?
0: (laughs) Oh, really?
1: So (laughs) you just have to remember that, you know, when it's married, you really are one flesh, and you ain't going nowhere without the other at that point, mm-hmm. unless it's something. But most of the time, you're going out together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, so would you say that it's just you not having the ability to just up and go? So do you like it, or?
1: The ability to up and go? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, do you miss that or? It, I ain't gonna
1: say I miss it. I don't know. I've never really thought about it until right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I miss it. It's just, at that point, it was just an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you, you always have to be considerate of mm-hmm. the other person. Yeah, like you can't just, you know, go out and not tell the other person where you're going or come home and I, oh, <laughs> food, food, y'all.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, food, yes. Tell us
0: about food, Okay, my food. all right. So, listen, y'all, when I give food, I oh, give food.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. So, we had a whole argument. A big argument. And, no, it wasn't a big argument. Well, yeah. But I felt a whole ass way <laughs> about this. So, yeah, typically, you know, when you're separate, you buy food for yourself or your roommate if you want to be nice. Now that we're together, we have to find places that we can both eat at because I'm a pretty picky eater. I don't really care for seafood. She loves seafood. And that's really mm-hmm. the biggest thing for both of us. So there was a situation that happened where I come in and. And she's just gnawing on a crab leg. <laughs> it
0: and was not a crab leg. No, it was a crab it leg. It
1: was a crab leg. Yeah. I remember. It made me feel <laughs> away. And so I was like, babe, you didn't buy me enough food. And she's like, babe, you don't like seafood. And I said, well, babe, it's the principle of the matter. I would never not come into this house and think about ordering food without ordering you something. And so she was like, oh, I'm sorry, babe. And kept gnawing on her crab leg. (laughs) So I was really upset about that. I was very upset about her gnawing on her crab leg. Okay,
0: I think I asked. I I said, hey, I want seafood. And you were like, nah, I'm good. I don't like seafood, which I knew. I was like, cool. So I got seafood for myself because my husband does not like seafood. So here I am eating my seafood. Gnawing my husband crab leg. (laughs) And my husband gets home and is like, where's mine? I was like, uh, you don't like seafood. But I guess what he was saying is that, well, you could have asked me if I wanted something else from the restaurant. You know, so I guess the whole thing behind it is that, you know, I mean, I, I'm not even sure if we had a lot to eat at home that day. We probably had something to eat out. I mean, we always have something in this house. But I think the the principle is that if, you go, if you're going to, you know,
1: If you're going to order food, order, order for food your, for everybody. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And if you know that person don't like it, just take the next step and ask them, what do you want? And then order it.
0: Yeah. I guess. So... You know, you
1: guess That's what and it is. <laughs> <laughs> what are
0: you talking about? Essentially, you got to always be willing to break, be- break bread in your household. If you're eating in the house, everybody... Is eaten. In Big the facts. House. Yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? What else? I think arguments. All right. We're gonna we're we're gonna save that for yeah another podcast. Arguments
1: by itself is a whole nother. <laughs> that could be a whole podcast. Yeah. Separate.
0: Yeah. We're gonna uh. Yeah, that's a whole no whole nother thing to talk about on its own. Um.
1: So, I think another thing that we both had to figure out was dividing up chores.
0: hmm
1: So, example, Lola does not like cleaning dishes. Ah, I hate
0: washing dishes. Oh. I have always hated washing dishes. And so... Washing dishes is not, is not my thing. Yeah.
1: And so, coming into this, I loved washing dishes. I had no problem with it. But I think the problem that came about... Was that I realized that it was just me washing dishes half the time. And I what? felt away. way.
0: What? About what? that. <laughs> I got something And so to say.
1: eventually, you know, she decided to wash dishes. And I helped in other areas to the best of my ability. Because hmm. I realized I'm also not good at certain areas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but.
0: Okay, so, yeah. so. Go ahead. Let me say that. When we were still dating, which I think it is so important for women to do. I, I told him, right? I told you. If you're looking for somebody to uh, clean and whatnot, whatnot, and whatnot, I ain't the one. <laughs> so essentially, yeah, I'm, I'm not, what is it called? A homebody? No, no no
1: you a homebody no, you definitely a homebody
0: i'm not the you're
1: not a housewife i'm
0: not yeah i'm i'm not a housewife i i mean from since i was young y'all i've always known that this thing is for the birds like my mom my mom she's a from nigerian mother bird? no i said this thing is for the birds like house house duties Okay. You're calling your mom a bird. You gotta stop.
1: Mom. <laughs> mom, that ain't me. You I just want you stop. to know. So that's all her.
0: Listen, so uh since I was young, yeah, my mom I you like, you are lazy. How can you keep in mind? You can't clean up, you can't do this, you can't wash plates. And I just said it's not that I don't want to, it's just painful. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, like I like a clean house. I'm but she don't like lie. to clean it. I love ah! a clean... <laughs> You gotta stop. That's I, crazy. I love a clean house. I love it when my home is clean. My home is clean sometimes. Ooh, yeah. I think we maintain a clean home overall. But it's just... It's just...
1: <sighs> she likes cleanliness, but she does not like to clean.
0: So... This is why I'm so thankful for my husband, y'all. Because I would think, like, man, like, who's ever going to marry a woman that doesn't like to clean? Like, uh, and, like, y'all, don't get me wrong, okay? I clean, okay? For anybody out there thinking, what? I clean, okay? I just don't like to do it. I just don't like it. It's not, I don't know, maybe some women are just born with it. Instinct, oh, I gotta clean everything. I have to make sure this area is done and that area is done. And but that's just not me, so, anyways, you know, my uh, no, mine is going to marry you. You think a mom wants a dirty girl? Oh, Nigerians love calling you dirty, they love it. You dirty girl, (laughs) so
1: (laughs) I don't know anything about
0: that. So then it's just like, yeah, and yeah so but my husband he's he's really he's really patient with me y'all like he's really Ooh, I, I have really, another word for it I really thank God for my husband because he understands me like he long understands suffering. long it is not long you better suffering. stop you better stop so anyways, my husband truly understands me so like if he comes home from work one day and you know there's dishes in the sink, you know i I'm just gonna be like, okay, well yeah I'll get to it, but then he doesn't make like a big fuss out of it. Externally. Well, no, actually, cause at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we both, we both are, uh, what is it? Responsible. What? 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 Say something. So yeah, y'all, don't don't laugh at me, y'all. Don't laugh at me. I. I, I, what is it? What am I going to say? I don't know. I do what I do when I do it.
1: <laughs> and that's terrifying because there's no timeline on what she wants to do
0: No, I mean, but I feel like we've, we've came up with a system with the dishes.
1: The dishes pile up. I get annoyed and I clean them. And then she turns around from the bed and says, thanks babe. and goes back to sleep. <laughs> that's that's the system but
0: but okay it's the dishes but other things are always done like like right now I try to make sure that when I'm done with something I put it up immediately because I realize that and this is what happens it's not it's just not putting things back where they belong at the proper time like When you drink a bottle of water and the water is finished, you know, sometimes you just set it down on the table and you forget about it, right? And then by the time you know what, you get another bottle of water, (laughs) you set it down and you forget about it. But I'm learning when I get a bottle of water and I'm done with it, throw it in the trash immediately, right after, and that's that.
1: before you do that... Can you tell them what full looks like to you with the water bottle?
0: What do you mean, what full looks like? What's full?
1: Or what's empty? I'm sorry.
0: Oh. What does empty look like? SMH. Okay, so I don't know why I do this, but I never finish anything. I never finish anything. So whatever I'm eating or whatever I'm drinking, I always make sure to just leave. A little bit left inside. A little bit? Yes, a little bit. I leave just a little bit left. I don't know why I do that. I think, I think it's just, this might sound wrong. I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if, if I want to say this.
1: Then don't. <laughs> okay.
0: don't.
1: Okay. But yeah, she does this quite a bit, and I've asked her about it. And she just says, I don't know why, I just do it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not even going to fight it. Fellas, one thing you will learn in a marriage. That you got to pick and choose your battles. Because sometimes it's just best to just say, you know what? Forget about it. And go on about your business.
0: <laughs> you really?
1: Yep. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm a stubborn person. I am. Mm. I'm very stubborn. Two stubborn and, people do that. And I like, I like to have my way in, in situations. And so what I am learning about marriage is that you can't always have your way. And I just decided that, you know what, I'll just say, you know what, you win, or you know what, you got it, or something to that effect. And then she still wants my input, I'm like, nah, babe, you got it, I'm good.
0: Yeah. But sometimes, ladies, don't we just hate that? Like, when you're trying to, you know, stir up something, and your man's just like, all right, babe, you got it, and you're like, wait, what do you mean I got it? Like, what are you trying to say? No, no, no. Talk back. Are you mad at me? Do we do that? Whatever. Oh, ladies, girls, women, we're so weird. Mm. Why are we so weird? I didn't say it.
1: <laughs> the secret is out there. Oh.
0: <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. It's an adjustment. But, the thing I like the most, or I love the most, is that, you know, when you're truly in love, you are... You're you're willing to change for the other person. And it's not because the other person is making you change or forcing you to change. But it is because they accept you the way you are that propels you to change. Mm-hmm. You get it? Like, you know, being with someone who accepts you for who you are uh, um, authentically, it's, I don't know. It just makes you want to become better. So that's, that's something that I'm learning in this marriage, um, in my relationship with my, with my husband, is that because he, he accepts me, because he loves me for exactly who I am, not exactly who he wants me to be, uh, I'm, I'm becoming a better woman because of that. I'm um, willing to change my habits, I'm, I'm willing to go the extra mile, I'm willing to clean the dishes sometimes i'm willing to you know do things why you make that face i'm willing to you know do things and go out of my comfort zone and um i don't know
1: yeah i definitely agree that um when you love someone you definitely make adjustments mm-hmm. you definitely do i think that that just comes with being married and really not being married per se but really caring about the person that you are with. Mm -hmm. Because I like to think of relationships and marriage mixed in with the love component as conforming yourself into this oneness that Christians believe and I guess also Jews with the one flesh Mm -hmm. um, ideology, I guess, or whatever. But it's just a part of taking some of those things that you can give up of yourself and form into this oneness but you're also not giving up all of it because Mm -hmm. at the same time while you still are one flesh you're also still two distinct different people and so the beautiful thing about it is that we can still be one but we can also still be unique Mm -hmm. in who we are Yeah. especially because Her and I are of different cultures. Mm -hmm. I think that helps us better than some people because our cultures are different.
0: Mm -hmm. We
1: are unique like that. And so there are certain things in her culture that she won't give up. And there are certain things in my culture that I won't give up Mm -hmm. because they're so rooted in who we are that for us to get rid of them really means that we are losing a huge part of our
0: identity. Right, right. And I think that's where really true true acceptance comes um into play and one thing one advice that i would give to married couples or engaged couples and and you can add one if you want also babe is that acceptance is really acceptance is really really huge if you meet someone um you know you like them but uh you know there's some things that uh you know don't don't try to change those things or don't try to give them an ultimatum but truly try to understand why they do what they do why do they have those habits like try to get get to the roots of why that is there and with that you can kind of help them uh um in a sense realize some of those habits instead of trying to change it. Because if you try to change it, there's going to be a huge pushback and then, you know, you guys might end up separating or not allowing the relationship to to work out or whatever. But um, I've realized also, to just just add to that, um, if you force change, the person might just change just because they want, just because they know that it would please you Mm -hmm. to change. So it's not... And authentic change, but just you know, oh, this is what you know she wants, so just let me just I don't know get rid of it. But then in marriage, there's no hiding in marriage, you cannot hide behind anything in marriage. There's, there's seriously no covering for you to hide behind in marriage because it's marriage exposes things, you know, marriage exposes. Who you are because you're living with this with this person who is I guess I don't know they see you every day you can't try to I mean it's exhausting to try to pretend to be who you're not Facts. in your own home <laughs> it's exhausting so don't don't try to change anyone don't try to um, express you know the what's it don't try to fast fast track you know the change because take it slow take it easy get to know the other person because that's the only way that you're gonna know if you really want to uh go to the next step if you mm-hmm. really wanna get married but if you're trying to change everything then probably that person isn't the right one yeah yeah cause it's uh yeah acceptance and just just let the other person be them just let them be themselves Um, That's the
1: only way to know if things are going to work out. And one thing, and for my Christian listeners, this is going to sound crazy because it kind of, it goes against everything that we are conditioned. I'm going to say conditioned, not taught, conditioned in churches. I think that people should live together at least a month to three months before you get married. Shacking up? How could you, babe? Because church folks, you're not
0: gonna want to hear this. Well,
1: (laughs) listen carefully, clearly. Open your hearts to what I'm about to say. I say this because I think we learned some very valuable lessons when we did live together. Because, Mm -hmm. all right, let me give you a step back. So the plan was for us to still get married in July, right? The venue got canceled because of COVID, and so our plan was to still get married, but. We had some issues, and we weren't able to do that, and so we finally got married in September. So, we were still living, I guess, in sand, whatever. Um, <laughs> but what I will say, I think we learned a lot of great stuff about each other during that time. A lot of good things that, for me, if we had learned those things after we got married, I think there would have been issues. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't know, I just felt like there would have been issues if we were married.
0: Mm-hmm. Like if we didn't know each other before we expressed those things about each yeah. other, uh, it would have been I don't know, there's there's something that uh Daniel said to me. When we were taking a walk um that other day and you said that marriage is the hardest thing that you've
1: Yes marriage I said something to the effect of, marriage is the hardest thing I've had to work on Mm -hmm. or work towards Mm -hmm. because I mean when you are trying to get to know someone Mm -hmm. and you want to spend the rest of your life with this person it's not a one and done when they do something you don't like you just leave them that's Mm -hmm. what I used to do like that's what my patience level is with people at that point Mm -hmm. she can attest to that because when we first started dating I was about to drop her like a hat um, But I digress. That's not the point. <laughs> the point is, once you are married, once you realize that you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, it is not a, oh, I don't like what you're doing. I'm leaving you. Now, you have to do the actual work of... Mm-hmm being vulnerable and expressing to that person that you don't like this thing mm-hmm. and expressing to them why and expecting either pushback or acknowledgement yeah. and then still leaving that whole conversation, still saying, I love I you. I love you, yes. One of the things yes. that she will, I have said to to Lola more than once, I said, you get on my damn nerves, but I love you. <laughs> I don't in. I never said, you get on my damn nerves. I never said it without saying, but I love you. Because, yeah, she get on my damn nerves sometimes. But I love her. And my love is still there, regardless of how much she gets on my nerves.
0: Lord, I do not get on your nerves that much. Okay, so... Mm. <laughs> church is
1: silent, do right? <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't. Okay, mm. so... So I think the, the whole gist of it is that, you know, when you're in a boyfriend, girlfriend kind of relationship, just, you just, you can, you can be like, you know what, I don't want to see you for three days. Or I don't want to talk to you for a mm-hmm. couple of days, you know. But when you're married, you can't do that. I mean, where are you going to sleep? Where are you going to go? Right. This is <laughs> this is your home yeah. so you can't you can't you can't really do that so i think it is important to i would also agree living although church folks oh i can't believe i'm saying this okay at least while you're engaged while you are engaged okay i can agree with yes, that yes. while you're engaged you know three months before the wedding right you have a date set up it's it's not the kind of, it's don't not a 10-year like, nah, engagement. It's yeah. while you're engaged and you have a date for the wedding. Yeah, I'm okay I, with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, okay. You're engaged and there's a date for the wedding. I would say six months before the wedding, mm-hmm. live together.
1: It gives you time to cancel that thing if it don't work out.
0: <laughs> yes, like six months, six months before the wedding, live together, see what the other person is like. Can you handle it? Cause you, I mean, listen, listen, it ain't no joke. Nope. It ain't no joke, y'all. It ain't no joke. Nope. And we and we're new to this thing. Yes. By God's grace, no, God's will, we would have many, many, many more years together. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I know, I know we will because I like you. Damn. I like you. You gotta like the person.
1: I agree with that. Yeah, you got, you I like, like you the too. Person.
0: Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done.
1: <laughs> if you all haven't okay. noticed, there's Anyways. moments where I talk in monotone. <laughs> and she don't like it when I do that.
0: No,
1: that's emotionless. Like
0: yes. Anyway, so you got to like the person. Like, they truly have to be your friend. Like, you got to be friends. Like, like you can't. Um, what am I trying to say? Like, it's. It it can't just be this is my husband and that's it or this is my fiance and that's it. Like you you oh you also have to back it up with the confidence of this is also my friend and I also like this person. And I also sorry and I also I don't know enjoy the space uh-huh. that I share with this person. And um yeah, you yeah. shouldn't just
1: tolerate the person that yeah. you spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. Because that just sounds like a horrible existence. Man,
0: it's so bad. Like, it's so bad.
1: Like, I'll just, I'll just tolerate you.
0: And you know what, though? Like, there's so many... um, There's so many women... Women, yeah. Who enter a marriage simply because they feel like they're at that age where they should be married. Or simply because, you know, they feel like their family, family pressures or their age. They got to have children, you know. Well, it's that time for me to get married, so, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and just do it because, you know, it's that time for me too anyways. Or, you know, I just got to do it, society, you know. It's just, and that, that that's not right. Not at all. That's not right. Like, my goal was to get married at 25, When I was younger, I always said, I'm gonna get married at 25. I'm gonna have kids at 26, 27. But I got married at 28, y'all. 25, 26, 27, 28. So I'm not even counting. I got married at. How how old am I? Yeah. You just said it. I'm 28. I was thinking I was 29, but Mm. not yet. I got married at 28, and I'm very content with that very, very content with that. And I, I thank God for the way it worked out. I thank God that he did not answer that prayer for me to get married earlier. You know, I thank God that, that, that my dreams did not come true in that area because it's, you know, it's a lot. And you don't, you don't want to live in a loveless marriage. You don't want to come home and dread you coming home mm-hmm. to your own house. Yeah. That's that's just not fair. You don't want to unlock your door and say, "Oh, I'm here again." You know. Yeah. You don't you don't want to find solace or solace. Solace in, you know, being at work or being at a friend's house more than being in your own home. You know, it's just it's just not right. So don't let society pressure you into getting married at a certain age to where you just settle for just anybody just because you feel like it's the right time or just because you're looking at oh I don't have kids yet That that's not no no, that's not right what do you say? Do men have those same pressures? I don't think so no men
1: don't have the kind of pressures that women do when it comes to marriage
0: mm.
1: no I mean I heard it a little bit but I didn't hear it enough like y'all do. Like, there's an expectation that y'all need to be married at this particular point in time mm-hmm. in your life where, man, it's like, you can get married and you're 40. You're good.
0: <laughs> that's still not fair.
1: It's the, Fortunately, it's a patriarchal society that we live in.
0: That's... See, and, and that's why 40-year-olds 40, 40 can you Know bag 25 year olds, 26 year olds, and it's no, it's no shame, you 40 know. 40 year old men, 40 year old man. yeah. yeah. I mean, 40
1: year old women can but bag 40 old, year old, no,
0: but then it doesn't look good. 40 year old woman, if okay, if a woman is single at 40, mm-hmm. some people would say that, that there's something wrong with her,
1: yeah. But I do think in certain circles, you would hear the same thing about men. Cause typically mm-hmm. you'll s- they'll say he's gay, mm.
0: yeah.
1: Especially especially if he's hanging out with a lot of guys and stuff like there are no women in sight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's not there's nothing wrong with that if you are gay. Please don't make me. Please don't make it seem like I think there is something wrong. I don't really care. Like you live your life, bro. You live your life, sis. However you want to live it, like that's your life. That's your life. I feel like if God feels like something's wrong, God will tell you. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's a word. Yeah. So so anyways, how do we get get on the subject? Um, oh yeah. Be married at a certain age. And be oh being happy with the person that, that you're with, you know.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't wake <laughs> being up being content. Yeah, you shouldn't wake up in the morning and turn over and just say, Oh shit, they still here. <laughs> nope. You shouldn't do that. Because that just means it ain't really worth it. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. if you made that commitment before the divine, like, you got to work it through. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as there's no abuse of any kind in your relationship, make it work. Mm -hmm. And like something that I told Lola before we legally got married when she was concerned about certain things, I'm like... I don't care that's not exactly what I said I said curse words in there too but it's like I don't really care girl like we in covenant already as far as I'm concerned and so that's how I have operated in our relationship it's like we've been in covenant before we were legally in covenant that's how I looked at it Mm -hmm. and that's how I tried to operate in all things that I did at that point I tried to make it make it very clear it's like I'm already in covenant with this woman like, I don't want nobody else. Nobody else wants me, as far as I know. But it don't really what? matter anyway, because <laughs> this is it. Like, I already have the cream of the crop. This is the top dollar. Lord.
0: Yeah, so, what are we talking about?
1: How amazing I am. <laughs> I love you.
0: So I love you, too. Um, yeah, being being happy with a, the with a person that you're with, I think that's, that's a major advantage coming into, you know, this new territories. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a great advantage. It's also a great advantage that our our goals are similar. Yeah. Um we both know what we want our future to look like and mm-hmm. to God be the glory, they kind of align yeah. with each other. Um to where whatever he wants to do um, in in his personal life for his businesses my 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 goals are not too far off it's to a point where at some point they they connect with one mm-hmm. another and they merge with with one another so that's i mean I thank God for that yeah I think it's it's so important to be with someone whose goals um can merge with yours even if it's not the same thing you know somewhere along the line you're going to need each other in each other's businesses correct you know for for it to produce more abundantly mm-hmm. you know the way that that it uh, that it should that, the way that you want it to um so that's that's another factor when when considering um, the person that you should marry i've always said i've been saying that Business, I mean, marriage is a good business goal and it's a good financial goal. Not goal. Let me not say it like plan. that. Plan. Plan, plan. Marriage is a great financial plan and a great business plan. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like the person that you're going to be marrying is not financially literate, Is that a good word? Mm -hmm. Not financially literate or not business literate to the way that you want them to be. Like if you're if you're a go getter, you know if you got goals and you got plans, you want to make sure that the person that you're with also has goals and plans. Now I'm not saying that they should be wealthy. I'm not saying that go out there and get you a big baller shot caller. But as long as somewhere down the line, you are all working towards that, Mm -hmm. you know, and not just one person working and the other person lollygagging, but like there's an actual plan in place and it's moving and things are happening. Sis, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be completely honest. Do not be with a broke dude. Don't do it. Don't, don't be with somebody that's broke. Don't be with somebody that, that's not financially literate, that's not financially ca- capable of taking care of the household. Don't be with somebody that's never paid the bills before. Don't be with somebody that just moved out their mama's house and straight into your house. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work. Be with somebody that has lived with themselves for over a year and they have a couch and they have a bed. If you go to a dude's house and he either has a bed but doesn't have a couch or has a couch but doesn't have a bed, don't do it.
1: This is so interesting teaching.
0: Don't do it. I mean, I'm serious. Like you got to make sure that when you go into a dude's house, everything in there is complete. He's got a bed. (laughs) He's got a couch. He's got tables. He's got a a television. I mean, I feel like most dudes will always have a television. If they don't have anything else, they got a TV, right? Yes, yeah, he's, oh. <laughs> he's got a television. He's got—I don't know—he's got the minimum, I guess. Yeah, some plates. Some plates. He's got more. Oh, n- not 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 plastic plates. Not plastic plates. Not plastic spoons. But he's got real plates and real spoons, and he's got pots.
1: Even if they're from the pots, dollar store, y'all. you can get plates at the dollar store. Most
0: importantly, pots, because you know he cook it. And I, and I mean, like, like, my husband got this, where'd you get that red pot from? Like this tall, he got this tall red pot that I thought his mom inherited to him or something. But he said, nah, babe, I bought that myself. I said, okay. So make sure he's got pots, like good, good cooking pots. Because you know that he cooks for himself. He's not eating out. Monday through Friday, lunch, breakfast, dinner, you know. Responsible. You know? A responsible man. A man that's got a good head on his shoulders. You know? Man that's got a five-year plan. And working towards his one-year plan. Something like that. Word. I'm serious, hey y'all. I'm being, I'm being so serious. Like I feel like I'm helping a sis out right now. You know, don't don't be with a man that would say, you know, I'm working towards it. You know, let me borrow five dollars. I'll pay you back. I promise. When I get paid on Friday, I'll pay you back. I resent
1: that because I ask (laughs) you that a lot.
0: But no, but babe, you pay me back before and we're married. It's different. (laughs) When you're married, money is, you know, you know, money goes in, money comes out, money goes in, money comes out, you know, money is, uh, I love being married. y'all. I'm I'm not even gonna lie because, you know, you just have more money. But anyways, y'all, I think I've said a whole lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes, you have. You got no, any last-minute words? <laughs> um,
0: what about you for a female? What what advice would you give a man to watch out for for a female?
1: Like red flags?
0: Yeah, like before getting married.
1: Honestly, fellas, so this is my approach. Don't take it too serious until it's time to take it serious. Mm. So, essentially... Like, I would go out on a lot of dates, but I kept it casual. And if I felt a vibe, I would tell that person that I felt a vibe. And then I would take it up a notch, a little bit. Not a whole lot. Because in my mind, my question is, can I see myself spending the rest of my life with this person? Can I see myself investing in this person? Can I see myself creating an empire with this person? This is, Those are the things I think about. And so, if you feel like, no, then I wouldn't waste your time. If you feel like, yes, but there's a lot of things that need to be worked on, the, the next question you need to ask yourself is, are you willing uh-huh. to put that time in to get her and you where you need to be? Because, granted, you're saying this person may need some work. But guess what, brother? You need some work, too. You ain't perfect. Always remember that. If you're going to say you... If you see some issues in someone else, do some inward work and see if you need to work on yourself as well. Always do that. Don't walk into anything thinking you're perfect. Because guess what? You ain't nowhere near perfect. And neither is she. So give as much grace as you wish you could have for yourself. And once you realize that this person... Is the one you want. You need to let it be known. Like, I'm not big on surprises, really. I'm going to tell you up front. And I told her, I was like, look, I can see myself marrying you, girl. And that's how I was. And I, once I told her that, I said, well, you know, if that's the case, would you say yes? If she says yes, that's when I'm going to work. Saving up my coins. (laughs) Getting this (laughs) right. Doing all that stuff. Because, see, so with me,
0: simple.
1: I don't do surprises. I'll surprise you with a proposal, but I ain't gonna be surprised if I ain't with anything else. I'm gonna know if you're gonna say yes.
0: Mm-hmm. But I how have, would you know? Like, that's a, a woman that's like a go getter, like, you know, she got her own money. Would you want her to bring her own money in?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, we building an empire. I'm not building it by myself.
0: That's right.
1: I said, we building an empire like, so you bringing what you bringing, and I'm bringing what I'm bringing. We putting it together, and we're going to see what happens with it. That's that.
0: That's that. That's that. All right, y'all. I think we have come to the end of this uh series, I guess, show. Series? No, it's not a series. It's the end of the episode. It's the end of the episode. That's the word I was looking for. Helper Jesus. <laughs> come to the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to give this a thumbs up, a like. A heart. A heart, a comment, a reshare, anything.
1: I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm going to keep lighting the flame up her tail so that she can consistently post. Because I've been trying. Mm -hmm. And for some reason today, she just wanted to.
0: Look, I felt it in my spirit.
1: I guess because Joe Biden won. I don't know. But yeah, so be on the lookout for some more content. Yes. We're definitely... We want to talk about... um, like cultural marriage and how that mm-hmm. looks, we want to talk about um, social justice mm-hmm. and how that looks in different cultures. Yes. we're going to talk about religion, mm-hmm. Christianity. We're going to talk about all the things that we were talk that she was talking about prior,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: now I guess I'm in the mix permanently. Yeah. Because and it's just a
0: little bit more background, a little yeah. bit more in depth.
1: So. I guess you like me enough to keep me on
0: permanently. I do. Yeah. So, so, you guys get comfortable. You know, get comfortable. It is the Daniel and Lola show.
1: It's still his beloved. Don't let him lie
0: to me. <laughs> Okay, but we are both his beloved. We're both the beloved of God.
1: We are, but Bam. it's his beloved, and I'm just here.
0: <laughs> what? That's the name Anyways, of the name. His all right, beloved, y'all. and I'm just here <laughs> <laughs> alright Ella. Thank you for listening. Uh, See you guys next time. Bye.